G'day, wonderful people. Welcome to Big Q&A Drive Time. This is the show where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion, and the Bible. This is the show where we look at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. My name is William Mawala. I serve as the pastor of the Paravista and the Gaula Seventh-day Adventist churches here in Adelaide. And I'm so glad that you decided to tune in and listen uh, here with us in the studio today. This week, we are taking as our theme, we're into the second part of this week's theme series, and we're looking at the theme, the Bible, Jesus, and the end times. That's the Bible, Jesus, and and the end times. And the question that me and my co-hosts are going to look at uh, in today's program is, did Jesus ever talk about the end times? And that, that is the topic we're going to be look at. Uh, how did Jesus respond to this idea of end time scenarios? But before we jump in, I want to just do, I want to just quickly introduce a book offer uh, for you guys today. We have a great book called uh End Time Hope uh, from Evangelist Pastor Mark Finley. And uh, we would love to give you a copy of this book, free of charge, no obligation. We'd love to put it into your hands as a gift from us to you. If you'd like a copy of that book by Mark Finley on End Time Hope, uh, you need to grab your phone and you need to text SA32 to 0488-880811. That's uh, code word SA32 to 0488 Double eight oh eight double one. So um, I thought I'd just get an early plug in there, and we'll get a couple of um, we'll do a couple more promos in our time in this studio today. So whoever you are, you're listening in today. I hope you're um, going to learn something, and hopefully, will it'll uh, empower you, and hopefully, help you in your journey of faith. And so today in the studio, I've got my good friend, my brother in Christ, my co-host. Uh, on today's show is Eric Hoare. And for those who are long-time listeners, uh, you know Eric very well. But for those who may not know who Eric is, I just want to introduce him to you. Uh, Eric is a Bible worker who also helps lead the Adelaide Aboriginal uh, Fellowship uh, Ministries here for the Seventh-day Adventist Church in South Australia. So, Eric, it's good to have you in the studio once again. Yeah, thanks, Pastor William. Wonderful to be here and to see your smiling face again. Yeah. Hey, listen, I just before we kind of dive into some deep uh, discussions, um, yesterday was a uh, a day on the calendar that, yeah, by um, that the world kind of celebrated in many ways, uh, Valentine's Day. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought we, before we jump in, just want to ask you a question, um, and I asked you offline before we kind of jumped in, um, did you do anything for your significant other? Yeah, well, you know, it's a romantic day, isn't it, Valentine's <laughs> Day? So, uh, yeah, we do something every year, and I was planning what to do, and uh, and then my wife said to me during the week, oh, there's something special happening this week. I wouldn't mind going to it, and so she chose we would go, and it, it's uh, out of the unusual for me, but she said, look, at the museum... They had a Valentine's breakfast. Oh, you guys um, went to the museum? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. So said, uh, come to the museum. It was a special event uh, planned by the museum where at the cafeteria there, they had their tables all set outside and a special menu. And you booked a table. And, uh, yeah, we headed up there pretty early in the morning. Uh, breakfast was at 8 a.m. Uh, so I missed my run this morning. I missed oh. out running. 
<laughs> so I gave that away. But uh, yeah, she picked it, and uh, we went there and uh, booked the table and uh, had our breakfast. And then what happened afterwards? A man came out from the museum, and he talked about oh, he talked about various plants and different interesting things for for a while. And that was really good. There was probably around about twelve couples there. And that was really nice. Oh, wow. And then later that night, I booked us in at the uh, the Golden Fleece Hotel in uh, in Gawler for a meal. Man, so you! We finished that off with a nice meal at night. And I gave a little gift. I always give my wife a gift. So you spent the night in, in Gawler. Uh, yeah, we went down there, and the girl is only about, you know, 15 minutes from our place, and um, yeah, I give her a gift every year, so I gave her a Valentine's gift, and she loves reading, wow. so I gave her a book and some chocolates, you know, the usual, uh, but we always celebrate it, it's yeah. nice to celebrate these little things, yeah. I think, and there were many other couples there, and it's lovely to see it, you know. Um, she doesn't like flowers, my wife, I'll tell yeah. you, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so I get, usually just give her chocolates, and she loves reading, so. That's she? Oh, man. So you got to know what your wife likes and doesn't like. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, man, it sounds. And you? Yeah. Well, I um, yeah. So I got a a little, what do you call it? A little, kind of like a package, you know, like flowers. Mm-hmm. Well, basically, it's like a rose that was in this casing. Mm. That apparently uh, the lady said that it will like we won't go off. You know, it will it will basically preserve itself for 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 years to come. Oh, and wow. I was like, oh, okay then. But um. Yeah, so it just so happened there's a florist just around the corner from our house and, you know, he came to Valentine's Day and, um, you know, I was like, oh, it's Valentine's Day. So <laughs> went on good old trusted Google and uh, rang them up and they were so accommodating. I said, do you still do same day deliverance? Said, yep, we're still doing it. So ordered something online and um, sure enough, they came in the afternoon and, you know, I, I was, was actually quite lucky because... Because my wife was, she was kind of looking for, you know, the the surprise when she'd walk in because she goes to a little play group on a Monday morning. Mm. And so she was kind of thinking, you know, she'd come back and there'd be a, a gift on the table, kitchen sink, bench, not sink, on the bench. So she was, you know, then she started dropping a hint and then she was saying, you know, Will, I, I went to the, I went to the, um, the petrol station and yep, I saw a couple of guys just, you know, grabbing stuff that was there, you know, like cards and, mm. you know, all this stuff. And, and so she was kind of reminding me, but I knew I had the, I had my, uh, you had it all in hand. I had the ace of spades <laughs> in the back pocket, mate. So, so it come good for me. So oh, I'm good. on a bit of credit for the next few days. <laughs> That's the main thing, mate. <laughs> Yeah, Lovely. but um, I think yeah. these I think these things are good just to you know we live busy lives and you know we're co- we're up and doing so much in ministry. Yeah, and it's good to remember these things and just to show appreciation of our spouses yeah. and also our children at other times. You know, yeah, it's really yeah. cool. I think so. Awesome, awesome. Well, hey, listen, we're just going to switch gears. We're going to go to our um our world watch segment, and for those who are um perhaps new to our show or just um. This is the part of the show where we share some current news item uh, on the world religious scene. And so what I've got today is um, um, I want to kind of um, share an article that I was just reading uh, just this week, which is quite relevant, um, Eric, to what's happening in the um, Russia-Ukraine uh, situation. And the article is uh, it's off the uh, Amazing Facts um, website there, and it's got posted a few days ago. Um, and the title of the article is Rumours of War. Will Russia invade Ukraine? What would the Europeans do? What would the Americans do? Are we on the edge of another major European war? So 
before I get reading, it's basically an article talking about Russia trying to invade Ukraine and all of the political history, the backdrop behind it. And um, I just want to share probably a couple of statements. Don't want to read the whole article, but it gives a bit of a, as we're going to talk about today, it gives a bit of a end time perspective to this, this, this idea of um, uh, nations uh, against one another. So, um, the article begins with these words. The stage is set. The continent of Europe is home to numerous nations and diverse ethnic groups and religions, almost all with competing economic and conflicting political interests. Differences that over the centuries have often led its people into brutal warfare. Now, one nation, a big one, threatens Europe's peace and stability. Russia is led by the all-powerful Vladimir Putin, who, while lately speaking about peace, looks as if he is planning an invasion into Ukraine. And that's essentially what the article's about, talking about, um, you know, Ukraine's where it's situated, right on the borders with Russia. And But I want to skip to the bit where it says... Does the Bible tell us anything? And then it goes on to say under the subheading, estranged neighbors. It's complicated. Ukraine, which borders Russia, though an independent nation with its own culture, religion, uh, the Ukrainian Orthodox Church is the main religion there, and language has long had ties to Russia and hosts a large, distinctly Russian population. And then it goes, it talks, there's a bit of history there. So, um, talks about NATO, how, um, basically NATO was a, the Northern Atlantic Treaty Organization basically was, uh, there as a defense mechanism so that the Soviets wouldn't, you know, trample a, across them, um, in the future. But, uh, I want to get to this bit right at the bottom here. It says, particularly when it talks about the Bible. It's as though Putin has claimed that he will not invade Ukraine. The 100,000 troops he has amassed on the Ukrainian border sent another message. It signals to just how serious he is about Ukraine and NATO, even if there's ulterior motives such as possession of Ukraine's major ports on the Black Sea, as well as tightening his grip on the flow of oil to Western Europe with a major pipeline running through Ukraine. Now, and I don't want to steal your thunder, Eric, because what how the uh, article goes now basically points to some scripture. And I think you're going to highlight some of these. But let me just give the general thing. I don't want to get into the – so I don't want to uh, – because I know you're going to look at this in our program today. Um, it talks about this passage in Matthew 24 when it talks about how nations will rise against nation. Um, and I know you, you'll probably unpack that a bit more. But, you know, Jesus spoke about these things, Eric. Mm. And then um, I love how the article ends. It says, um, or just another reference there in Daniel 12, um, in the article, it says, it says, however, much people have predicted that human progress, science and reason would usher in an era of utopia and peace. It has never happened. And according to the Bible, which predicts a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation even to that same time. And that's a reference taken from Daniel chapter 12. And then the article uh, author says, it never will. Instead, things will only get worse before Christ returns. And then the article ends with a promise from Jesus in the Gospel of Luke, where he says to look up and lift up our heads because our redemption draws near. In other words, however bad things get, we have hope because Jesus will return. Um, all these wars, rumors of wars and troubles will be over forever. And 
I don't want to go any more than that, Eric, because it's exactly what you're going to talk on tonight. Um, but isn't it interesting that there is a real relevance, a connection between what we're seeing on the world stage and what we're seeing in the news, uh, for example, this article with Russia and Ukraine, and what you're going to share with us and our listeners today is that Jesus spoke about these these end time themes. Um, so, so that gives us uh, confidence uh, as believers. Now, I know we haven't started out, I haven't given you the ball as yet, but but the article is really pretty much along the lines of what you're going to be presenting. Yeah, that's right. And it's interesting. I was listening to the news today. Now we're talking about. Um about this Ukraine thing, and they were saying that Russia is blaming the United States if it does go to war because the United States have sent all these troops and uh, bordering, you know, sent all their weaponry along those borders to, to in case it does happen. Um, so one is blaming the other, basically, for, for the war. Yeah. And, and But it's not only the war. There's other um, imminent things that are happening today that we're going to talk about, which just shows that Jesus is very near, that the, this, that we're in the end time events. And uh, we shouldn't be surprised when we see and hear these things. Yeah. I think in my, me, I keep thinking in my mind, it's never going to happen. I, 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 I keep thinking, you know, yeah. just personally, uh, that Russia wouldn't dare. Uh, you know, do this with us to, to get America going, but you know, uh, it seems like it could happen. And but yeah. to me personally, I, I can't see the reasoning of it. But you know, it's going to happen. The Bible says it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to be war. Yeah. Well, you hold on to that thought, Eric, because I know that that you're going to um dive, you're going to dive deeper into this um question that we're going to look at about Jesus in the end times. But hey, so that's our world watch. I hope that um that you got something out of it and just kind of looking at what's going on in the news, what's going on in the world around us and seeing the connection with what the Bible says. And, and that's why we're so excited to be sharing uh, these topics with you uh, during uh, Drive Time BQ&A. So we're going to go to our song in just a moment, but before we do, I want to just um, promote our free book offer uh, once again and uh, the free book cover that we'd like to put in your hands, it's called uh, End Time Hope, A Journey to Eternity by uh, Evangelist and Pastor Mark Finley. And basically the book uh, begins with a bit of a, uh, let me share this uh, little section here. It says, terrorist threats, school violence, devastating tornadoes, a shaky economy, the rising nuclear threat in Iran and North Korea. It's enough to frighten anybody unless you understand what's behind today's headlines. This book provides answers to the confusing dilemma this world is facing. And, yeah, so this is what this book is. It's going to really highlight, if you're interested in what we're going to be sharing on today's program and the rest of this week, we would love to put this um, free book into your hands, End Time Hope by uh, Mark Finley. So if you'd like to grab a free copy, why don't you grab your phone now uh, and text SA32 to zero four double eight double eight zero eight double one SA three two zero four double eight double eight zero eight double one. And you know what I was thinking as well, Eric? Um, we're on live. We're we're live right now here in the Faith FM studio here in Adelaide. We would love to hear from you. Um, so the question we're going to be looking at is: Did Jesus speak about the end times? And I want to put it to you as our listeners that are listening to me right now. What do you think about this question? 
Did Jesus speak about the end times? And if so, uh, what is your reasoning? Is there a scripture that, that comes to mind? Is there something else that you've probably read that, that gives you this idea uh, that Jesus spoke about the end times or he didn't? Either way, we would love to hear from you. So please grab your phone. Text us while we're here in the studio for this hour. SA32 to 0488-880-811. Well, don't go away. We're going to go to a song for just a few moments, and then we'll be back here in the Faith FM studio. You're listening to Faith FM Drive Time. All victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. He sought me and bought me with His redeeming blood. Have you been to Jesus for the cleansing power? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Are you fully trusting in His grace this hour? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Come on. Are you washed in the blood? In the blood. Listening to us here, Faith FM Drive Time. It's not quite us, but surprise. All right, we are back. And uh, welcome back. You are listening to Faith FM Drive Time. It's good to look at the timer on the studio, right, Eric? That's true. <laughs> well, you are listening to Big Q&A and with myself, Pastor William Mawala, and my co-host is none other than my good friend, uh, Eric Hoare. Eric uh, heads up the Adelaide Aboriginal Fellowship Ministries here in South Australia. And as you know, he is one of our regular Drive Time presenters. If you just in, tuned in here on Drive Time, we're taking as our theme uh, for this week, the Bible, Jesus and the End Times. So we started it yesterday, we're on Tuesday, part two, and we're going to keep going through the rest of the week here. And today we're looking at the question, did Jesus ever talk of the end times? So, Eric, my brother, I'm going to pass the time to you, and let me just give you a segue. Eric, did Jesus ever talk of the end times? Jesus had a lot to say about the end time events, uh, and two questions were asked to him by the disciples, which he replied. And Matthew 24, Luke 21, Mark 13, 
three of the four Gospels talk about this very question that was asked. And it's amazing that these books were written uh, years apart, and yet when you look at the order of the way Jesus answered them, it's always the same reply in those three Gospels, which right. is, amazes me. But but the question comes then, what's going to happen? Is the world going to end? You know, Is it going to be a, a big explosion? Uh, many people in the world think that it could be through wars, and, and we're going to talk about rumors of wars tonight. But John in John 14, 1-4, Jesus said, Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. Right. My father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, what ha- I have told you that I'm going there to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me that you also may be where I am. You know the way to the place where I am going, you know. And in yes. First Thessalonians 4, 13 to 18, he talks about coming and taking back those that are redeemed. Right. So there is going to be an end time event. This is what we're talking about tonight. This is the end time right. event that's going to close his history as we know it and start a new chapter with Jesus. And that to me is exciting. So this is what it's so about. So to answer the question, we already answered the question. We're not even halfway. Did Jesus speak of the end times? Yes, he did. Mm. And you're saying because in the Gospel of John, he said that he's going he was leaving and he was coming back. Yep. And the disciples knew this. Yeah. They knew this. They didn't understand what was going to happen because if we pick it up in uh, Matthew 24 uh, and we read uh, verse 1, uh, it says there, Then Jesus went out and departed from the temple, and his disciples came to show him the buildings of the temple. And Jesus said to them, Do you not see all these things? Assuredly I say to you, not one stone shall be left here upon another that shall not be thrown down and I think here um, the disciples thought about this for a while and they thought that this was the time of the end, the destruction of the temple right. and so they must have sat and thought about that for a while, they'd been with Jesus for two and a half years in Jesus' ministry by now, two and a half years they'd been with okay. him, got to know him, they heard him talk they talked, heard about him um, being dead for three days and, and coming back and, and they wondered about this, about the temple so they asked him two questions Two questions. What was that? And they said to him now in verse 3, Now as he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately saying, Tell us, when will these things be? And what will be the sign of your coming and the end of the age? It's really three questions here. When will this happen? Uh, What will the sign of your coming? What will be the sign of your coming? And the end of the day, it, it, it shows me here that they are really thinking hard about this because they said it came privately. They got away from the mob and they came and, and sat with them. These are, this is earnest request, like a little Bible study. They wanted to know from the Messiah okay. what was actually going to happen. And so this is really important to understand that they'd been with him. They had heard him speak about this and they were wondering. So Jesus answered them. And said to them, number one thing, it says, Take heed that no one deceives you, right. for many will come in my name, saying, I am the, the Christ, and will deceive many. That's number one. In the whole three Gospels, that's the first thing that Jesus mentioned. So deception is going to be... Deception. And pretty. I think when it says it comes in my name, it's not going to be somebody saying that I am the Christ over here. That could happen. But I think it's going to be people that follow Christ. 
that deceive other people. So these okay. are going to be um, teachers in churches. We're going to see a moving away, which we have done, away from the gospel, God's words, away from the um, the teachings of Jesus, are going to become less and less important in the last days as to what the Bible says. Right. And that's happening. Yeah. You, you don't have to look far to see that there are many places where creation has been taken out. And many things that Jesus has stood for has been taken out. The Sabbath has been taken away. There's many things that have happened that show that that, that okay. is true. But it, we're going to be deceived. So this is the very elect that will be deceived. That's, that's the number one. And it's interesting to me that Christ spoke about that first. Because he yeah. knew how important it was that even his own, he loved his own, that that is the very first thing that will happen. So what you're saying is essentially, did Jesus speak about the end times? Yes, he did. You're taking us to the Gospel of Matthew, the 24th chapter, which is a huge chapter on this whole theme. And now you're saying, um, Eric, that one of the first things that Jesus says in response to the disciples is this notion of deception. That's so... Very interesting because now it kind of opens up a bit of a, a bit of a picture that that there's going to be some type of attempt for people not to fully, I guess, uh, well, uh, as we were talking about before, deception, and we we've talked about this on our programs before about this presence of evil, and we talked about this notion of this fallen angel, Lucifer, I think that plays a little bit of into it because mm. when you said deception, the first thing I thought about was, well, who's doing the deceiving? Mm. And we were talking about a few um, programs ago that, you know, the devil is, he is a liar. He is a deceiver. Mm. So I, I, there's a, there is this sense of this kind of behind the scenes that's taking place. So very interesting, yeah. Eric. And, so, and I think he, I think it also goes really deep because I think it also talks about worshiping other gods on earth, worshiping yeah. the things that happen. Sport can be sport can actually become a god, you know. But I, I think it it also means too that when you when you talk about deception and. Um, you know, I, I remembered the person that I studied with when I wanted to know more about the Bible, and we can all read the Bible uh, when you yeah. first come to Christ, but it's it's pretty hard to, to sit down and read it from cover to cover. So often you'll have a Bible study. And I still remember the person that studied with me yeah. <laughs> years and years ago, and I put him up on a pedestal. Right. You know, I think we do. We kind of put them up in a yep. pedestal and we believe what they say. But what, what this is saying is, is that you read my words in the last days, you, you know, you must be strong in yourself not to be deceived by those around you. And that can be Christian people within the church and without the church. So this is quite an attack, really. It is, um, it is, uh, mixing the world with scripture. And that's what we've got here. Right. A weekend, and we've seen that today. I mean, we're in the minority uh, as far as a voice goes today. And in fact, they're, they're debating the religious freedom bill right. at the moment. And that's, that's got a ways to go, you yeah. know. But that was number one. And we'll run out of time if we, we stay on that one. Number two, it goes on and says in verse six, and you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines, pestilences, and earthquakes in various places. So we see the next one is wars. Right. And you were talking about that just before. So yeah. we'll see this. But what I'm interested in, it says, don't be troubled. Uh, many verses say, some verses say, do not be alarmed. 
Okay. You know, don't be worried. Yeah. And I think as Christians, we can, we can um, get quite worried, even though we know it's going to happen, and we try and look for deeper into it. But, you know, what it is is that um, it's not telling us that this is the end yet. We are to see these things happen. Right. So they're going to be happening all around us. And I'm sure that there were Christians who saw these things happening and were reading this very thing we are today yeah. in their lifetime. Yeah. We're seeing it also pan out. Mm. This is, these are signs that the end is going to come. And I think that's what makes this topic of our discussion this week, Eric, so relevant is because the very things that Jesus was talking about some 2,000 years ago mm. is like literally happening like to this very day. Yes. And I think that's for us, you know, we talked about the about this uh, this notion of the inspired word just a couple of programs ago, a couple of weeks ago, we were in the studio. And this is Another evidence. Jesus is talking about these things. And here we are, 2022, and we're seeing the very thing. Wars, nations going against one another, Russia, Ukraine, you know, United States. And so, you know, I'm looking at this going, wow, you know, there must be more to this book called the Bible. It, this can't just be some fictitious novel that someone just you know, rode up in the dark corner of a room somewhere. <laughs> but it is actually, as we were sharing on the studio a couple of weeks back, that is the inspired word of God. That's right. And and God sees the end from the beginning. Mm. And so here is Jesus outlining outlining the these huge themes. So he so I guess what I want to convey to our listeners, Eric, and I'll put bring back the time to you is did Jesus speak about the end times? Yes, he did. But he didn't just speak about it. He gave some specific, uh, what's that word? He was very specific um, to the extent that he would even describe the atmosphere, the how, you know, how the world would look, the, the hearts of men. You know, he really paints this picture of of what would happen um, in the end time, so yeah, he yeah. was he was seeing you know what was going to happen, what was going to happen in their yeah. time, plus past their time. Yeah. So these things were happening then, and um, these things would happen after they had passed away yeah. as well. Uh, and they thought, of course, that uh, Jesus would come back in their lifetime. Right. Uh, and but uh, and they they took into heart that these things that Jesus was saying was going to happen to uh, that yeah. Jesus would come before then. Yes. But it goes further than that. He was referring to the signs in their day, plus in our day yeah. down the track further on. Sure. Uh, and then of course the third one was he talked about famines and pestilences and earthquakes in various uh, places. It talks about yes. There. Um, and you know the world population is multiplying these days at a fantastic rate more than 190,000 people every day and it's increasing 190,000 people are born around the world every day and already our planet is overgrown so how do we feed these extra mouths most of the world goes to bed hungry uh, the fact is they cannot be fed um, famines occur uh, just as Jesus said it would be and pestilence and disease has increased greatly in the plant world right. and also amongst mankind and uh, uh, new strains of viruses which we're seeing today, <laughs> you know, Absolutely. Uh, developing year by year and, and are resistant to antibiotics and when you get one strain you get another and it's a constant battle to keep ahead. So uh, this was uh, what was happening here and it says all these are the beginning of sorrow so it's like almost like um, it's almost and some Bible commentators re- to, um, talk about um, giving a birth. Yeah. 
you know, about a, a lady giving a birth. This is the beginning of, of pregnancy. Pain. And I think that's probably a, a very important point to point out to our listeners um, because someone can be listening right now and go, oh, well, there's always been wars. There's always been rumours. There's always, I mean, rumours of wars. There's always been war uh, you know, over the centuries. There's always been um, earthquakes. And if you read chapter 24, there's Jesus gives a, a, t- a couple of things. But that point, Eric, is very important because – as you correctly said, um, all these are the beginning of sorrows, Matthew 24, 8. Um, it gives this, um, some translations say this is the beginning of birth pangs. Mm. So it's this image of a woman giving birth. And just like a woman who gives birth as, as she gets closer and closer to her, to the actual uh, delivery of the baby, the contractions intensifies and gets closer and closer, intensifies. And that's what Jesus is saying. He says that these things are going to, they're going to happen in, in frequency and in intensity. So, yeah, we might be looking at possible war between Russia and Ukraine. Who knows what's going to happen in, in a, you know, months or, you know, who knows what's next year's going to bring. Mm. So I think that's important because Jesus is saying that these things will increase um, as we go further and further down uh, towards the the end time. So, yep. um, so you know, there's quite a few um, things that Jesus is talking about here yeah. that we will see happening uh, just before he comes again. And uh, another one, it goes on in verse 11, it says um, here, uh, sorry, verse 9, Then they will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you, and you'll be hated by all nations for my name's sake. And then oh, many will right. be offended, will betray one another, and will hate one another. Uh, so that is interesting, isn't it? That yeah. it talks here about uh, the dark age. That it talks about those who have been beheaded, uh, those who have, that have given their life. And even today, there are people that are put into into uh, prisons who have been killed in the name of Christianity. But it also says that many will be offended and will betray one another, right. and will hate one another. Uh, those are interesting comments to mm. me because it tells us that people, Christians, will turn upon Christian uh, as time goes on. And um, I think this is something we need to take notice of today, that what we're going through today with the pandemic, I've actually seen um, people, uh, churches right. being hurt by uh, somebody who's vaccinated, somebody's not. And I've seen divisions right. uh, happening and some yep. people even stop coming to church yep. because the church may, some of them may wear masks and others don't. Right. And it, it's almost being played out now where this is almost like a shaking at the moment mm-hmm. that we're seeing because of, of what is happening in the world yeah. today. I don't know how you feel about that. Yeah, and I think it's happening, you know, everywhere uh, in our Inside the church and outside is just, and I think it comes back to what I was saying earlier, um, Eric, about this idea of Jesus saying that there'll be deception. And the first thing I thought of in my mind was who's doing the deceiving. And we're introduced in scripture also to this, this fallen being called mm. the devil and Satan. And, and he's doing his work across, you know, everywhere. Mm. So, um, we see an intensification of his work um, in the family home, in the community, in the church. It's just, you know, and that's what it says in Revelation, right? You know how it talks about chapter uh, 12 where the, the dragon and, and Michael and the angels, they had this, there was this cosmic, you know, conflict there. And then when Satan and the, um, the dragon, which is Satan, was kicked out of heaven, it says they came down to planet Earth. And then somewhere in, I think it's Revelation 12 says, um, basically rejoice ye heavens because basically, you know, Satan was, he, 
kicked out, but that it says, Woe to you, inhabitants of the earth, because the devil knows he has but a short time. Mm. So when I'm kind of connecting these points, Eric, it, it seems like there is a satanic force behind, yes, Jesus is coming, and that's the promise you said at the outset of the program. But then there's also the intensification of this enemy, as it were, mm. that's doing everything he can possibly do to undermine God's word, undermine God's truth. And at the end of the day, he doesn't want people saved. He doesn't mm. want us experiencing the gospel, the eternal life that he, that Jesus came to die, die for, mm. uh, for us. So I, I really see that in this end time scenario, Jesus is almost like drawing the veil kind of like pulling back the curtains and showing us that there is going to be some intense battles going on. Not just wars like, you know, like we read Ukraine, Russia, but I think that Satan works in such subtle ways that we don't even know he's working. Mm. That's what deception is, is that when you're being deceived, you don't know you're being deceived. Mm. And I think that's what makes it that much more dangerous is that you could be in a system or whatever that thing is, and and that's what Jesus says. You're going to well, be the sick. counterfeit can only be a counterfeit. It looks close to the original. Yeah, and that's the thing. He comes in as an angel of light and does that. You know, and that's right. and the thing is too is that um, what what the main thing is in the end of days is that um, the gospel has to keep going out and these things yeah. around us are just signs they should not take us away from spreading the gospel if we concentrate too much on this thing or that thing it can actually take away yep. from the and it weakens the power of the gospel yes. uh, because it says and um, because another one will be then many false prophets will rise up and deceive many and because lawlessness will abound the love of many will grow cold but he endures to the end shall be saved so it's talking out here that on the earth, the love of, for each other of men and women is going to grow cold. Right. It's going to become so that lawlessness will abound more than what the gospel is. And we, we see it all the time on we the news. Do. I mean, I watch the news um, even in our beloved city here in Adelaide and the amount of violence on the streets, people, people's getting um, raided in their homes, home invasions. I mean, we're seeing it. Yeah, you know, like well, you know, since I've been a Christian, you know, yeah. like we, there used to be a lot of respect for people, you know, for the uh, elderly and yes. for all that. No <laughs> language would right. would fly out, but you know, it, but today it's it's totally different. It, you know, I understand what Christ was saying when he said well, that we'll run to and fro and time will increase and, you know, there's no time left. And, and you know, this lawlessness is a big thing, uh, but a big one uh, and one of the ones that he sort of talked about too, he talks about so many here that today we won't actually have time to cover them all and that this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness uh, to all the nations yeah, and, then, and then the end that's will the good come. news, right. So that's the good news. So that's one of the big ones is that the gospel is to go to all the world and it says and then the end will come he's right. telling them it's going to go everywhere man and they couldn't understand they could only you know they just had their little group there this yeah. is going to go everywhere so Amazing. i want you to hold that thought eric because i think that's probably the best thing that jesus spoke about towards the end times he like as you mentioned just real quick before we jump into our quick break you, you talked that jesus talked about deception you talked about how you talked about uh, wars and rumors of wars. We're seeing that happening right now in our world. But then you introduced that beautiful promise um, that the gospel is going to go to the whole world. I want you to kind of 
unpack that um, as we come back from our break, Eric, because I think we can get sidetracked from all of the um, the signs, but the biggest sign is is the goodness and the the character of God, the gospel um, going to the whole world. So hey, listen, um, Eric, I'm going to have to. Um, we're just going to have to go to a break now. Um, but before we do go to our break, I just want to, um, again, promote this free book offer that we'd love to put in the hands of our listeners uh, today and this coming week. Our free book offer is a book called um, End Time Hope by Mark Finley. If you would like a free copy, please text in SA32 to the phone number 048880811. That is SA32 to 048880811. A double one. And I just want to thank that we do have a couple of people that have text through, um, for our free book offer. Uh, Christian has texted in. So if you're listening, Christian, thank you for texting in. Would love to get that book out to you. And also Christina, who's also, um, text through for that, um, book offer. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for texting in. So please, we also asking the question, what do you think about what Eric's saying? What do you think about this question? Did Jesus speak? About the end times, is there a scripture passage that we may not have shared that you want to let us know? Maybe text that into us um, to uh, our mobile number here. So please hang with us. Uh, we'll be back in a moment. Um, you are listening to Faith FM Drive Time. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look for in his wonderful face And the things of earth will grow strangely dim In the light of his glory and grace To Jesus I surrender all To him I freely Trust Him in His presence daily
Welcome back. You're listening to Faith FM Drive Time. Big Q&A. My name is uh, Will Moala, and today my co-host in the seat with me in the studio is Eric Hoare. Eric heads up the Adelaide Aboriginal Fellowship Ministries here in South Australia. If you just tuned in, we are taking as our theme for this week the Bible, Jesus, and the end times. And today we're looking at the topic, the question, did Jesus ever talk about or talk of the end times? So, just before the break, Eric, you talked about, yes, Jesus did talk about the end times, and there is uh, passages in the New Testament that we've been looking at, Matthew chapter 24 in particular, um, You, but you kind of ran us through some, some big ideas. You said that Jesus talked about deception. You said that he talked about this idea of uh, wars and rumors of wars. We talked uh, briefly, he talks about um, pestilences, um, and so, so basically we're getting a basically having a bit of a look at the Gospel of Matthew, the 24th chapter. And so for our listeners out there, um, if you haven't had a chance to look at this uh, passage that Eric is referring to, why don't you yeah, go online, grab your Bible afterwards, uh, or even right now as we're talking, Matthew chapter 24. So Eric, we've got about a good 10 minutes or so uh, to close out the program. Why don't you walk us through, we ended on this idea of the Gospel going to the whole world. So why don't you start from there and you can... Um, Take us home there. Yeah, so uh, he's mentioned all these things and um, preaching the gospel that's going to go to all the world. And, you know, he was speaking to his disciples who were trying to understand all these things that Jesus was telling them. Um, but, you know, verse 6 said, you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. So what, it, what it's saying here is you may not actually see them, but you'll actually hear about them. Right. So as we live in this day and age... We may not actually see some of these things happening, but we will hear about them. And today, more than any time in Earth's history, with the media and the way that has increased yes, and the knowledge yes, has yes. increased, people around the world know what's happening yeah. shortly after it's actually happened. Yeah. Yeah, I've been reading about, I like reading books, and I've been reading about Captain Bly and Captain Cook. I love those. Oh, right. Going to New Zealand historian. and Australian historian. <laughs> yeah. I love those books. And, you know, the, the time involved with all that, you know, and what was happening back home, they didn't know what was happening to the family. But today, you know straight away yeah. what's happening on the other side of the world. That's right. And so people say, well, how could this be? You know, uh, surely this isn't increasing that, but you, you only, you always got to look at the paper. Uh, some people don't even watch the news, it's so bad. So they will hear this, and the gospel is spreading at a rate now as never before. Right. It's all there in the gospels. You know, it's just mind boggling how this has been set back years ago, thousands of years ago, that this has been recorded in three of the gospels, three of the four gospels, written in exactly the right same order. Right. As to the question and the answer that Jesus gives, it's absolutely amazing to me. It blows my mind. Beautiful. And then it goes on and it, it talks about many other things, and we can't cover them all all today. Right. But it does talk about um, uh, the coming of man. It talks about um, uh, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. The stars will fall from heaven and the powers of the earth, heavens will be shaken. Then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in heaven and all the tribes of the earth will mourn and will see the sons of heaven. You know, the Son of Heaven. And the amazing thing is, is that um, back there is a time recorded. I was just looking before I had it in my notes, but I can't find it where a time right. was when the sun didn't actually shine for a period of time and the stars did fall. I was trying to find it here, but I couldn't find the exact dates for those which has actually happened. But the thing that that uh, amazed me here is the real sign, the only sign 
that Jesus is coming because no one knows the day or the time when Jesus is coming again. Right. The only one sign that's given to us of when Jesus comes back, it says here, is the sign of the Son of the Man when he appears in the sky. Wow. That's the only sign. Nobody is to know until that time. Nobody can set a date or an approximity of when it'll be. We know it's near. All these things are leading up to right. it. Right. And just like a, a sign, um, just as we're driving on the freeway and the highways, um, Eric, that's kind of the simplest way I see it. You know, like when you're driving in a state, the mm. signs are telling you, you know, wherever your destination is X kilometers away, you know. And so just as signs are meant to give you a, a bit of an idea of what's coming ahead, that's what Jesus is doing here, right? These are like signposts mm. in this prophetic time as we head down towards um, the end of time. And, you know, I, I thought I might just put it out there, Eric, as well. When we hear, when for some people, when we say the word end times, it sounds very almost like something that's way down into the future, like so far away that it's just, we will never kind of see it happening in our time. You know, the book of Hebrews actually makes this comment in the first chapter, in the first couple of verses, that it says that God at various times, now I'm paraphrasing now, that God at various times spoke through spoke through prophets in various times, but then in these last days mm. has spoken through his son. So if you take that text, Eric, and you you could almost say that since the days of Jesus, which was some 2,000 years ago, According to the author of Hebrews, that has ushered in the last days. So that's quite hard to wrestle with because we think last days as something very, very imminent, like in front of us. Yet the author of Hebrews says that that, G, that God spoke to us through his son, Jesus, in the last days, and that was 2,000 years ago. So I think we have to just, that's the last days is, it's more than just something that's just, you know, way ahead. It's talking about this this since the i guess my understanding since jesus came into this earth and walked on this earth mm. that he's ushered in this sense of last days well it says doesn't it that a day to jesus like a thousand years yeah and to us you know uh life is short but it, it does say right that um that we are to learn from the parable from the fig tree. Verse 32 in Matthew 24, when its branches has already become tender and put forth leaves, you know the summer is near. So you also, when you see all these things, know that it is near at the door. So that he's, he, what he's saying there is that what he's listed, yep. as you see them happen, you know. So every generation has had these things happening. Right. That Jesus is nearby, that he's coming. And we don't know the hour or the day. Uh, it says that some will come, Jesus will come like a thief in the night. Right. When we least expect. Yes. It. So what it means is that we have to be ready each and every All day. Right. We don't know when Christ has come. But there is one who knows. There's only one who knows. It, it, it said, uh, no one knows the hour. It says, in, actually in verse 36, it says, but of that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my Father only. So there is one who knows, and that is the Father. He knows the exact time that Jesus will come again, and he will send, send the Son on, on that appointed time. Isn't that wonderful? Uh, and it says there that, as at the days of Noah were, so will also be the coming of the man will be. For as in mm -hmm. the days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark. 
and did not know until the flood came and took took them all away. So also will be the coming of the Son of Man. So it means that we're going about our normal life when Jesus comes, but many will not be looking for him. Many will not be expecting him to come. And that is the danger, that even as we await Christ to come, we become so mundane and caught up in the world and our Christian walk that we lose the excitement of knowing Jesus. We don't spread the gospel because we're pulled away by all these other signs that are happening around us in the tribulation that takes us away from our love of Christ. That's what it's talking about here, and that's what we've got to really be careful of as we await for Christ to come. A couple of things there, Eric, and I'll pass back to time in the mm. few minutes we've got left. You mentioned this uh, this Bible character, Noah. Mm. And just for our listeners who may not know who Noah is, he is an Old Testament character um, where if you need go to the book of Genesis, I think it's around Genesis chapter 6, 7, around there. It's a story of Noah and the, the flood that overtook the world. Um, it's a sad story in some ways, but it also highlights the faithfulness of, of God in his covenant with Noah. So that's in Genesis 6. So that's the first thing I just wanted to put it out there. And, and basically why I'm sharing that, Eric, is if you look at the story of Noah and you see the circumstances and events that surrounded Noah, he gave a message. There were many that mocked him, and ultimately there were many that were not ready. and They did not take heed to the signs or the instruction that Noah was giving. So that's one thing. But I guess more as we wrap this up today, um, Eric, I loved how you personalized this, 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 uh, teaching, uh, today because you, you basically moved from, okay, this is what Jesus said, but now you're making it personal. You're, you're saying that Jesus wants us to be ready. And I think that is, um, a huge concept for our listeners to kind of um, to leave them. What do you want to say on this idea of of this idea of the gospel and being ready? Because I think it's a beautiful thing for our listeners to to really embrace and take hold of. Yeah. Well, it says, doesn't it, in um, Matthew twenty four forty four, you must also be ready all the time, for the Son of Man will come when least expected. And Revelation three twenty says, look. I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. And I think the key is in the end days that as a Christian, as somebody that believes in Christ and loves Christ, that we need to have that relationship with Christ to stand through these these times. Because with the deception that is here, with the so much stuff going on with news and fake news, all this stuff that's happening and what's happening in the political field, yeah. it's a minefield out there. And yet we have a book of life here that tells us that this was going to happen. Yeah. This is happening. Who would have thought that these things, that was, as we sit and speak tonight, and the listeners are listening in, that these things would have yeah. happened? So I would say to every listener tonight is that we all have to be ready, that we need to read the Bible more, and we'd love to know your thoughts. Please send yeah. them in on what you think about yes. these things, because that's so important. And I think what we're doing tonight is we're looking at what Jesus said, and we've only covered just a minute things. There's other things that are have been said too yeah. that people know about the main thing is is that we love Christ we have that first love 
that that we continue to grow. We don't know everything. We're all yeah. sinners. <laughs> yeah. We're in this world yeah, going through, but Christ covers our sins. We are his followers and we're following him. So there is a big uh, issue here that we need to uh, understand yep. that there will be these signs, there'll be these false Christs, there'll be rumors of war. All these things will happen. There will be a falling away before Jesus comes within the church and amongst the world. Standards will fall. Uh, Lawlessness will abound. We see it now, and the Bible has told us these things, and it gives us the answer uh, to have eternal life, to be with Christ. I don't love, I don't follow Christ to have eternal, this may sound crazy. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. To have (laughs) eternal life. To me, it's, 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 it's a bonus to me because loving Christ is a fulfillment that we can have Christ now with us that gives us hope in these times and and that yep. follows beautiful but is it, do you understand what I'm yeah, saying I've absolutely. heard so many people say well I do this and that I do this in the church because you know of this and that but you've got to it's because Christ asked us to do that and I hope the under, listeners understand what I'm saying tonight is that through that love we will share that love to others and nothing can stop us spreading the gospel yeah. at the end of time we need to keep sending the gospel yeah. out well hey we're going to have to end it there, Eric. I love your passion. I can see you just getting excited the more, <laughs> more we talk about this. But um, I just want to thank our listeners out there for tuning in and uh, particularly for those who've um, just texted through who um, after the book offer. So uh, to Christina and to um, Christian, uh, to Nada, who's uh, texted through for a book. We'd love to get a book in your hands. And also our good friend, Nick. <laughs> Nick Creta's um, text through into the studio. So, Nick, wherever you're driving around, mate, we, um, we, uh, he said the parable of the fig tree. Good one. So he's alluding to uh, what you mentioned there, Eric, about the parable of the fig tree. When we see these, we see the, the, when the, the, the tree is uh, ripe, that, that's when we know, yep. just as we look at the, um, as we look in the natural life. So, hey, we want to just thank you to our listeners. If you're out there driving on the road, if you want to listen to this at a future date, we thank you for uh, tuning in and uh, we thank you and we hope, um, you know, that you've uh, been blessed by our program today. And so, um, looks like our time is up for today. Thanks for joining uh, myself, uh, Will Mawala, here in the studio with my co-host, uh, Eric Hora, here on Faith FM Drive Time BQ&A. Just a bit of a um, announcement for tomorrow. Please join us, our hosts, Fabiano and David. Um, they're going to be in the studio tomorrow as they look at the question, is talk of the end times just sensational fear-mongering? Very good topic. Uh, is talk of the end times just sensational fear-mongering? You won't want to miss tomorrow's show. I know that you'll absolutely love it. Well, that's it from us here in the studio, from Eric and myself. We really look, look forward to having you join us tomorrow. But until then... Please remember the words of Jesus Christ. He says to you and he says to me, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. Do not, I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. May God richly bless you.